Hey everybody, it's Cassie with the Happy Thinker here for episode number two in season two. Let's get started. Hey my friends, so today's episode is kind of an improv episode because I had a plan. I have a couple of set ideas that I want to bring to this season of Happy Finger and I was going to transition into boundaries today because my last podcast was about balance and I did speak about boundaries but something popped up for me that I really wanted to tap into and I just can't pass when gold falls into my lap so here I am with a new topic. The topic is really one that I I myself have really been thinking about a lot and it is about what we choose to measure our success, happiness, and overall feelings upon. What is your measure? And that is important and that topic is really, really important to know your own measures for things because If your measures are unrealistic, then you will never, ever, ever reach satisfaction in anything in your life because your measures are out of reach. Your measures are not in a level that is attainable, achievable, or sustainable. And I think the biggest problem with our measures is not the fact that we set the bar too high or even that we set the bar too low. It's that our measures, we don't think them out. We just automatically have them. Our brains already set them up for us and we never question what we're measuring that by. So when you have a feeling, you never question why you're feeling that you don't live up or why you're feeling like you didn't meet your mark in whatever way. You just automatically feel and think that you haven't. But it's based upon whatever you're measuring that by. If that's the measure of your next door neighbor's success, maybe that's not yours, you know, your measure. If that's the measure of what someone told you you should measure your life by, maybe that's not your measure to use. If that's your own expectations based on feeling like you're inadequate or feeling like you're not where you need to be, then maybe it's time to look at those measurements. What are you measuring your feelings, your emotions by? What is the thought that you use to measure? All right, let's jump in to this dynamic topic of our brains and how complex and crazy they are, but how we can use it to our benefit. You ready? Okay, let's go. Okay, so how do we figure out our mental measures? The measures in which we decide how successful we are, how important or of value we we are, how happy we are, we really don't think about them. There's something that comes very natural to us and we never really question them. But what if we could mentally set them for ourselves to know the measure in which we achieve something? Often highly motivated people focus on executing without spending much time on thinking about what they're executing to get the results they want. You know, there's no point in wasting time and energy on maybe things that aren't benefiting you because you don't even know what measure to use 
to know when you're there on the mountaintop. So for instance, some people say there's never an arrival point in your life. What if you set mental measures to make sure that when you hit certain little checkpoints or or boxes, you feel the emotions that you're wanting to achieve? Because basically when we think about our happiness, when we think about our success, we do these things because of the way it will make us feel. We like the feelings that they give us. Even if they're for others, we still may feel valuable, of use, um, productive, whatever it is you want to feel, that's why you're doing the action. That's why you're trying to execute whatever it is. So what do we measure that by to get the feeling we desire? What is it that we're measuring? So for instance, let's say you say, my life is feeling really hopeless or without value. Something like that. If we, we go really far to the end of the spectrum, hopeless and without value. Well, what are you looking at in your life that is telling you it is hopeless and without value? What is it that you're measuring that by? What's your metric to make you f- say that it's hopeless and without value? And how can we change that that metric so that you can see where you have value and you can see where it isn't hopeless. So as you can see, it's important to set your measures inside. Let me go into this in a little bit more detail so it can be a little clearer on how to do that. The first thing you really need to do is discover your own values. What is it that you value and therefore you can measure your success or your happiness or the quality of your life based on what you value. So we can start there. So the cool thing about starting with discovering your own values is once you discover what you value, you get to choose your own metric for success, your own metric for happiness, the measurement you want to use that says, I have arrived at the place I want to be at. Isn't that a trip? You get to choose. You don't have to go by your own programming um, default. Your brain automatically will set these things up for you based on the things that you've learned. But sometimes the brain takes shortcuts to try and make things efficient. And remember, your brain's purpose is to keep you alive. So it really does not care if this benefits your mental well-being as long as it's keeping you physically alive. And so if it thinks it's keeping you physically alive, that's what it will set up as your measurement. So for instance, if you think back to the era of cavemen, if you weren't doing what everybody else was doing, then you were likely to be left behind or out of the group. And if you were out of the group, you were likely going to die. So you would not be alive. So your brain developed this idea that we should do what everybody else does because this keeps us alive. And your brain has not developed past that point in certain areas. The cortex of your brain is your higher thinking and it has developed quite a bit, but we tend not to use this part of our brain nearly as much as the other portion of our brain. The uh, instinctual animal reflex type part of our brain. And I can go into all the 
the scientific names, but I'm not going to do that today. I may do a new podcast soon about that, but for now, you can think about it as your primal brain and your advanced progressive brain. They both live together and they both work together, but one sometimes overpowers the other and helps you make decisions. We tend to use our primal brain. So let's move past that and use that frontal cortex that actually moves us in the direction we want to go. That doesn't just keep us alive, but helps us thrive. So we get to choose our own measurements, our own metrics. And so once you figure out what you value, you can kind of see how you want to measure your own happiness, how you want to measure whether you've arrived at your success point or not. And if you are having trouble figuring out what you do value, what's important to you, you may know some basics, but you want to go deeper, go visit my other podcasts from last season, last year. One of them is Developing Core Identity, which is a fantastic one. You can really dive into your own identity as a person and what's valuable to you. Or the other one is a great podcast It just for the listening of it. creating your purpose. Creating your purpose gives you a personal mission statement to kind of align you. Um, Once you kind of have your values down to decide your metric, once you choose how you want to measure, you might realize that you're already successful or you're already pretty happy or you're already making progress that you didn't realize you were making because your measurement system for progress was not showing you true data, if you want to think about it that way. You might also realize that you were spending time and energy and resources on things that don't align at all to the goals you actually want to achieve. And so when you get a perspective on your own values, you get an idea of where you stand and how you want to measure yourself. The second but most important rule of learning to create your own metrics, your own measurements for success and a happy full life is never ever ever compare yourself to someone else but compare you to you. When you're comparing yourself to someone else, this is not an accurate representation because that person does not have the same um, background as you. That person does not have the same skills as you. That person does not have the same drives, wants, desires, needs, or feelings and emotional processes. They might have the same in a lot of areas. You might have a lot in common, but that doesn't make you the same. A person who may have the same drive as you may have been put in a lot of other different situations to give them life lessons or material skills that maybe you don't have or vice versa. So you can't compare yourself to your neighbor for your neighbor has their own mind, agenda, and things to get done. If you want to achieve the same dream as your neighbor, study your neighbor, but don't compare your neighbor to yourself. So when you're discovering your own measurement for happiness or success, you measuring how somebody else is doing and then you look at yourself and say, okay, how do I stack up is not helpful to you. Because let's say your best friend is in the field you want to be in and they're making more money than you. 
would you say that that person is more successful than you? At first glance, you might. You say, okay, they're in the same field as me and they're making more money than me. They're more successful than I am. But this is not necessarily true because let's say they're they're making more money than you, but they're also losing more money than you in areas that maybe they're not sharing or they're not utilizing their time and they're running themselves to death. Then they're not as successful because success is measured on your own ability and what you know you're capable of creating. So the best measure for you is this beautiful quote. You need to ignore what everyone else is doing and achieving. Your life is about breaking your own limits and outgrowing yourself. To live your best life, plan to outdo your past, not others. You're in competition with no one but yourself. The third thing you need to think about when you're setting your own measurements for success, happiness, beauty, satisfaction, all of these things, instead of focusing on your circumstances or the challenges that you've, you've gotten to that have gotten your way as measurements, which is something we often do, our brains say, I'm only as happy as my circumstances or I'm only happy as, as what I'm able to overcome. But if we looked at it in a way that's more beneficial to us, we could trade that perspective for something that is more helpful to us. Instead of looking at what, what's in your way, look at how far you've been able to come this far. What have you overcome in the past? By using a measurement of what you've been able to overcome in the past instead of what's in your way right now, it can feel much easier to understand that you are capable so therefore, your measurement of life, of, your, of the benefit of your life, the measurement of your happiness, the measurement of your success is not based on what obstacles or adversity that you come across, but instead how well you've been able to overcome those in the past, your ability to drive forward, your power within yourself. That's much better, better measurement than the obstacles that get in your way. Or circumstances. Many times we think we're only as happy as our circumstances. And this can be thought of in a couple different ways. So let's say we have a job that we, maybe not our favorite job, but we like it okay and we lose our job. Our circumstances, then we decide that our life is, our life is not succeeding. We're not in a good way because we've lost our jobs. But that's your perspective of what it means. Your measurement is that because you had the security of a job, your life was going well. Well, what if you measured it by something different? Your life is going well because you are still providing for your family and you're still looking to achieve and go further even though you may have lost that opportunity. A new opportunity will present itself. So it's all about the way you choose to measure it. So instead of measuring by your circumstances and challenges, instead we can trade this perspective for one that's more beneficial, like what we're capable of overcoming, our ability to grow and adapt and change past our own limitations. When you look at it by what you are able to do, not what you are unable to do, or look at the obstacles you have overcome, not what's in your way, 
or look at what you are, not your circumstances. It can give you a better perspective on your own measurements. The next thing to think about when setting up your own measurements is hard measurements. There are some things in life that are very hard to measure. Some things are hard to measure because everyone measures them a little differently, and these are things to factor in. Measuring how stressed we are, how fulfilled we feel, how beautiful we think we are. These are hard things to measure. Things like measuring your financial success is easy. It's all about dollars and percentages and and cents. But you so you say, okay, my financial life is in a good spot because I have this much money in savings and this much money invested and this much in the bank. That's an easy measurement to use. But it's much harder to say uh, how fulfilled you are as a person because there's not really specific measurement. The quality of your life is very difficult to measure. It's different for everyone and examining your own measurements to make sure they're reasonable and within your control is very important for you to do. Some good ways to measure these things We can use stress, for example. Instead of measuring your stress, having a measurement, you could use the ability to be grateful, enjoy the moment, and your capacity for resilience and contentment. How are those things? That can be your measurement of how stressful your life really is, is your ability. And if you're seeing you're lacking in your ability to be grateful or enjoy the moment, that's where your energy needs to be put to change that later. But this gives you a good measurement so that you know if stress is in a tolerable level for you right now. Sometimes, and and we know this for everyone, stress is very easy to see if it's in a tolerable level. But then we need to focus on what are we thinking about because it always starts with your thought before the feeling. What are we thinking about? What are we measuring of how stressed we are? Fulfillment, for instance. Measure it with the positive impact you have on others or the value of your contribution. So how fulfilled you're feeling, how fulfilled you are, am I be, is my life fulfilling is a good question that people ask. Is my life fulfilling? And people who answer yes have a good measure for their fulfillment because they know what they're measuring it by. People who aren't sure is my life fulfilling or not is because they don't have any measure to go by. So a good measure to use is what kind of impact do you have on others? Is it a positive one? Is the value of your contribution to the things you think are important? Is it, is it a large one in your opinion? These are good measures of the fulfillment of your life. When it comes to beauty, are you measuring it by how beautiful you think other people are and how you stack up? Or you're measuring it to your inner beauty and your ability to have confidence in your own beauty externally as well. That's a good measure for your beauty instead. So it's all about your perspective on your measurement. Make sure your perspective is reasonable and question ones that aren't reasonable or aren't benefiting you. Okay, the fourth and final thing that I really want to talk about when it comes to making our measure is when you're measuring your life, stacking it up to see how happy it is, You want to think in terms of value, not results. Value. What, how much value does this have and how much value do I place on this thing in my life? 
The things we place value on often determine our emotional connection to them. So if you place value on stability and you feel like right now in the moment of COVID, your life isn't stable, then you're going to feel like your your measurement is something that's not within the times. You need to change your measurement so that it's easier for you to feel like you can get ground. When life changes, we grow and adapt with it. It's very important that as life changes, we change a little bit in the process to adapt. Humans are very good at adapting, but we need to have good, solid measurements for that. So it's okay to question your own measurements as often as you need to, to make sure they're aligned with the time that you're in, the period of your life that you're in. Because as we grow, our measurements will grow too. I used to think of my success or my happiness based on my job status or my position that I held. As I get older, I think more of our, my happiness on the quality of my relationships, the ability to do the things that I love, and my health. These are, these are changes in perspective because my time changed, changed. My moment in time changed. It is okay to question your measurements. So that's my final thing I wanted to discuss in terms of setting up your own measurements. In the end, by setting up your own personal measures, it one helps you make a starting and a finish line in your life and make those really clear, your starts and your finishes. It makes them well-defined and easy to understand when you've made a success and then you can celebrate or when you're not quite there yet. It makes it measurable, easier to see how far you've really come and what areas you are needing work in or need your attention. Three, it makes it attainable. It makes it possible and achievable because you actually know what you're reaching for instead of just going by what your brain has already designated that sometimes seems like some kind of encrypted code that we don't know because it's so much in the way that our brains have developed as children, developed through um, cultural conditioning, that kind of process that we don't even think about on the regular regular choices and decisions we make we just make them off what's coming naturally to us based on years and years and years of evolution in our human species and some of it not to our benefit so it actually makes it a clear goal to shoot for and real attainable achievable recordable success by knowing our measures and number four it makes it relevant it makes sure What you do on your daily aligns with the feelings you want to create in your life. It's the results you actually want, not just what comes based on the effort you're putting in. But ultimately, the last thing I want to leave you with is I want you to remember these are just gauges. These measures that you set up for yourself are just gauges to help you better understand the truth of where you are in your life and what it looks like. So the next time you're beating yourself up about uh, you're not being successful or not feeling happy, you can actually know what measure, what are you measuring that by? And if your measure is unrealistic, maybe it's time to change your measure. But that's not a record of your limitations. Ultimately, you're the only person who can set your own limitations. 
The real discovery of your true potential, you must first know your limits and then have the courage to overcome those, blow them out of the water and surprise the hell out of yourself. That is the truth of your potential. It has nothing to do with your measures or your limitations. It's all based on what you want to do with your life. This is just a helpful gauge to help you know where you really are so that you actually have realistic expectations of yourself. And so you're not constantly putting yourself in the mud when you may be really succeeding. Okay, guys, I hope you loved today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker. Go to my website, happythinkerlifecoach.com, if you would like to be coached by me and have some in-depth study of how you can better your lives in every area, any area. I promise we can work on it. Also, if you like my podcast, share it with a friend. It helps me out a bunch. Shoot me some comments. You know, send me a message through my website. I would love to hear from you guys. Love you so much, and I will talk to you real soon. Bye.